What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome be a flavoring Andrian tactic. Welcome to episode 183 of this podcast and today we'll be talking about the regular old nifty day that we've been seeing since the past at least two trading sessions and uh, a lot more in the past if we look at the historical data. But uh, you'll understand why I'm talking about it like this. So uh, make sure that you're listening listening to this one at a speed you're comfortable at and let's get started. All right, so Nifty is at 9239 and it's down 12.3 points or around 0.13%, but don't don't let that sort of deceive you because the day's range was just above uh 220 points, which is quite a lot. And uh you know, we'll get to that in the indices segment, but for now we all we need to know is that the day was kind of deceptive and uh you know, that flat close is really not how things were. at least during the day and uh, looking at the exchange wide snapshot we can see that the volumes weren't that high we're seeing 534 crore buying for the fi's 821 crore selling from the dis which is kind of like a role reversal till now we've seen the dis being you know buyers but then this time uh, it's switched so the volumes aren't really that high we've seen slightly higher volumes but then this is all right i guess because today was the pmcm meeting also so uh that that is possibly one of the factors which uh, a lot of these larger companies and larger players might be waiting for to receive some clarity before getting into a position so that that might just be the reason why we're seeing slightly lower volumes broad market indices all of them look very similar we aren't seeing any really nice performers except for nifty next 50 which is up 1% but apart from that everything is you know within the plus minus 1% bracket sectoral indices look a bit different we are seeing nifty bank being down by quite a lot just 2% down around 400 points which is uh, a pretty pretty big amount if you ask me and it is also below 19000 for the first time since quite some time if i if i remember correctly if i can jog my memory right Nifty Auto surprisingly up quite a lot. I think a lot of the auto stocks like Aisha Motors, Tata Motors, Maruti were up by just ludicrous amounts. I'm not quite sure why this is, because you know the auto production might have possibly gone uh, up. You know it might have started in the green zones, but then the demand is still probably not going to be there for at least. A, f- a few more months i feel you know as much as it was before so i'm not quite sure what the reason behind uh this auto stock rally was today uh but it happened financial services also understandably down private banks psu banks both of them are down pharma is down now a lot of brokerages are saying that pharma right time to buy right now i was looking at the charts of a few pharma companies and we are seeing them just hanging in the middle of the air so quite honestly in my opinion it's not really the best time because we're yet to see technically speaking uh you know a very strong direction being decided so i'd possibly just wait it out until something concrete is seen of course pharma companies these days might just move purely on news based events alone so 
you know that's something to consider as well and nifty realty we're seeing it in the green around one percent in the green which is which is reasonable i feel it's not too bad at all no very well-known uh, volume spurts except for VIP Industries. This is because Mr. Junjunwala's stake was announced that he's increased his stake in VIP Industries. As a result, a lot of retail players must have been trying to jump on the stock, trying to get the ex- trying to get the exposure of the stock. And as a result, we're seeing higher volumes on the stock. And of course, you know that stake which was picked up by him must have been quite a while ago, or at least you know the thought process and all must have been a while ago so i doubt that it's a very recent thing it's probably just making headlines right now or you know in the past few days but it must have been in the works since quite a long time my internet is acting up today so i can't really see the large deals and uh, the highs and the lows just yet so i'll wait for them to load meanwhile usd inr is looking all right we are seeing it resting at one of the previous levels around 75.56 and this is a level that we'd spoken about yesterday as well and we've spoken about this level in the past too so it is kind of in the middle of uh, you know a move right now if we look at a very strong support we're looking at around 75 or so 75.03 is one and then comes 74.8 so this is more of a longer term longer duration uh, support if we look at some major resistances then a very you know, very massive resistance is going to be there at around 75.92. And after that, it is going to be there at around uh, 76.44 or so. So those levels are very important, going to be very important for USD INR. And I think when the stimulus package is actually announced, which I think it's going to be done next week, I think that is also when we might see some movement happening in the USD INR FX market. Reason being, you know, extra government expenditure is going to have an impact on inflation. Inflation has an impact on FX prices. So it's very direct relationship that way. And uh, looking at oil prices, we are seeing WTI being in the green 1% at $24.98 per barrel. Brent crude is at $30.88 per barrel, around 0.29% in the red. So fairly flat. My NSE website is finally loaded so I can try to see if there were any bulk deals, block deals. And there really don't appear to be many except for RBL Bank and Everest Industries, which were there uh, quite some time ago as well. Block deals, no new ones are visible here. Short selling, no new ones are visible here. Uh, looking at the all-time high, the 52-week highs, not the all-time highs, but the 52-week highs, we're seeing Ruchi Soya on this list once again, and I don't think that we're seeing any other very major uh, you know, stocks being on this list. Reliance, of course, made uh, quite the news today, back above uh, 10 lakh crore market cap, which is a great thing. And uh, looking at the 52-week lows, we're seeing the very same suspects like Bank of Baroda, and uh, Scient and IIFL and a few other stocks which are very regular appearances on this list. Now shifting gears into uh, Money Control's website just to see some uh, you know news which is there and I'm seeing some news about the finance ministry dismissing reports of pay cuts for central government employees and apparently the PM has said that the road ahead should be focused on reducing the spread of coronavirus. No shit Sherlock that's that's, all, that's pretty obvious I feel and I'm glad that that stance has been taken because a lot of people are crying about economics 
and you know economies and just just how terrible it's going to be for the economy i personally feel that lives are going to be far more important so i'm i'm personally uh, of the same view and the markets might not really react too well to that because you know it means that possibly lower activity a possible extension of the lockdown but then ultimately you have to understand that in a crisis like this lives are you know going to be what matter the most us we're seeing has uh, partially reopened their economy and they're in talks to open it completely because apparently donald trump has said that it's going to be hard for us but then uh, we have to open up the economy i feel that while we are still in a position to keep the spread controlled and restricted we should do everything that's possible so uh, that's my take on that not really related to the markets in the direct sense but then sort of related because everything is going to have some or the other impact on the markets looking at the global indices we are seeing mild to flat uh you know mild to flat movements here sgx nifty is at 9189 below the 9200 level but again let's see what happens overnight because that is going to change pictures and that's going to change the entire scenario a lot european markets are down right now nasdaq also i'm assuming it's going to open down because the european markets are down and uh, the rest of uh, the rest of the european markets uh, not for this the only thing that's displayed the the rest of the asian markets though they are mildly positive so somewhere in the middle but i think all things considered it's more of a negative day for uh, you know for the global markets let's move to the indices now so after what felt like an absolute eternity my charting platform has finally loaded all of the charts no thanks to my amazing internet service uh, but then you know it is what it is sometimes looking at nifty's intraday chart right now i'm looking at the 15 minute time frame and we can see very clearly it's it's sort of uh, you know had this habit of opening at a very high price either at a gap up or just at a very you know high level and then it sort of falls down uh, after a few candles and then fills in the gap very very quickly and it's also what's very interesting to note is that in the middle you know in the middle of the move it does take support at least two times one major support one minor support and uh, it has worked similarly you know in the past at least and in the past five or six candles that i can see of and uh, today it moved like just like that as well so we are seeing a gap up opening followed by resistance faced at the resistance level no no surprises there and uh, the resistance level that i'm talking about here is right around 9400 and uh, we can see that there is a previous cip also at this level and there are a few other turnbacks right around here so ideally if you were you know long on nifty or if you were bullish on nifty you should have sort of turned back once the candles were you know showing you lower lows and lower highs and you could have entered into puts I was personally just into puts and I'll talk about that in the next segment but then after that happened we could see the you know the index pretty much just going down uh, very steadily but then also it it did take support at certain levels or at least it tried to take support at certain levels so it's pretty cool to see that happening and uh, it's it's been this way since the past few days as i said just a gap up opening and then we see it fill in the filling in that gap at least partially if not completely today it was a complete gap filling and it's resting right now at yesterday's support so on the daily chart 
it looks very interesting because we're seeing two candles almost parallel to each other and uh, the high for the candle today is just under the 50 daily moving average so it's a very interestingly placed uh, setup right now and i feel that you know it might just take resistance from uh, the 50 moving average as it has taken in the past as well so I feel that I'm not the most bullish person on Nifty right now, uh, but then again, you know, it's best to just judge how the index is moving once it actually opens and taking it from there. So shifting gears into Bank Nifty, we are seeing it, uh, you know, very similar, I feel, you know, I think Bank Nifty has been much more weaker than Nifty and uh, that's kind of apparent when you look at the daily chart. Also, when you look at today's intraday chart, because the gap up was really not that high and the gap was really filled in in the first hour or two immediately. So really not a very positive day for Bank Nifty at all, even more so because then it ultimately went, ended up going down and we're seeing it down 400 points compared to Nifty's just down 12 points. So it's quite a difference, I feel. Uh, but right now, you know, there are two ways of looking at it. One of the ways is that it's resting at one of its supports at around 19,000. Sure, it's it's like 50 points away, but then nothing is really stopping it from taking support at this level. It has happened in the past. Uh, one of the reasons why I feel that, you know, Bank Nifty went down is because of ICICI Bank sort of dragged it down. Bank of Baroda also making new lows is not really the best sign for it. So... I feel that if the underlying stocks can see some amount of short covering tomorrow if, or if they can see just some amount of buying in general, then perhaps we could see some, at least a marginally positive move by Bank Nifty. If that does not happen, then I'm looking at around 18,350 or so, which is the next stop for Bank Nifty. And if not that, if we see a reversal sooner than that, then around 18,670 or approximately that area. So around 300 points away from now or around 600 points away from now so i'm i'm looking at it taking support approximately in this range if it does choose to go up then i'm looking at 19350 as the very first target of sorts for uh, for bank nifty and the one after that is going to be around 19730 or so these are fib levels in case you are wondering so that's my take on bank nifty let's move to my trades and some of my observations Alright, so my trade for the day, I was long a put on Nifty. The trade basis was it was right in the resistance zone. It's very apparent if you look at the charts. And I held on to it till I found a support. Until, rather not I, but till, till Nifty found a support. And when it did, I chose to exit the put. It was a bit early to exit the put if you ask me personally. Because, you know, had I held on to it for a bit longer, I would have made an absolute killing. And it would have been, I think, a fifth. No, slightly more than 50 i think it would have been a 60 to 60 percent or so roi which would be insane it would have been the one good trade for me for this week on the very first day of this week in fact uh, but that is not the case so it's fine it's all right not a big deal uh, i still ended up getting around 10 percent on it which, which is really uh, not too shabby at all it's it's not as good as i could have done but it's still not too shabby at all so i've taken it and uh, yeah, you know, the lesson for the day, the lesson based on this trade is that sometimes it's just better to wait and watch what happens. And I know I, I say, you know, very contradicting stuff at times and I'm very well aware of that fact. But then that is 
uh, in the words of jo- uh, Jocko Willink, that's just the dichotomy of things. You know, he likes to, he likes using the word dichotomy. So that's just the dichotomy of things, because you know sometimes you have to really go against what you say in the past, because you know it's it's very situational based these things. So in this situation, it would have possibly been better to held on, hold on to my position, and uh, as such, I did pay the price. So it's fine, lesson learned. And a few observations now. I I I, I realize that Nifty and Reliance were seeing some massive correlation, and you know, literally the second Reliance was turning up, Nifty was turning up. Literally the second where Reliance was taking resistance, Nifty was taking resistance, and coincidentally or not. the support zones for reliance and the support zones for nifty were very similar you know at very similar levels and at very similar times the resistance zones for nifty and reliance were also at very similar places so it was crazy to see just how much impact reliance can have on nifty and because reliance of course had a news based factor driving it up that is why we saw nifty going up in the first place and that is why we saw some supports being taken by nifty so had reliance not had the you know positive news or had reliance also been negative i'm sure that the day would have been you know somewhat at par with what we saw with bank nifty so that's my you know observation that was my trade and now let's move to a lesson All right so today's lesson is that stop loss is like a bitter medicine it is not liked but only if you take it in a very disciplined manner you can you know regain your health and you can be back to being fit and the way you can apply this to the markets is that you know when we are ill or just even a normal course of life we have to make sure that we're taking our medicines very regularly or we have to make sure that we're having our you know whatever supplements are there and so on so unless we do that we are either going to fall ill or we we something much worse is going to happen and in order to prevent that from happening we have to sort of you know do with the bitter taste of these medicines and just the yucky feeling of them and that's just how stop losses are you know they are there for a very good reason and uh, because of that reason you should make the most of them and uh, you know whether it's a mental stop loss or whether it's there right entered in your system they are extremely essential they are extremely important so make sure that you do not take them too lightly and uh, that's the lesson for the day and right now is just looking at a chart of nifty i can see it's resting at one of the fib supports so let's see if that support is actually going to be valid for nifty i'm very curious about that I'm very curious to know your views as well. So let me know at Markets with KR on Twitter, at Indian Markets with KR on Instagram, and that's it for this one. I hope you found something, you know, in this episode. I hope you found it helpful and informative. I hope you got something out of it. And see you in the next one.